ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय वेलकम वंस अगेन टू दिस श्रीमद भागवत पॉडकास्ट इन द प्रीवियस पॉडकास्ट वी डिस्कस दी थ्री क्वेश्चंस आंसर्ड बाय सूतो गोस्वामी टू द सेजेस एट नाइमी शरण्य सो इन दिस वी शेल ट्राई टू मूव फर्दर आंसर द other three questions total six questions were asked and then in response to what sutta goswami explained there were further questions by the sages so the third question was answered uh, why did lord krishna appear as the son of vasudev and devaki and that was to reclaim the fallen souls like us for our own benefit fourth question was please explain the adventures that the lord performs in his various incarnations so that was the question about the three purusha avatars now when we talk about avatars we know quite uh, we know very few people talk about the dasha avatar but according to the scriptures there are countless avatars of the lord in fact there are six categories of avatars and the dasha avatars are simply one of those six categories known as the leela avatars so there are three purusha avatars they are the three forms of vishnu lord vishnu one is the mahavishnu who creates the universes and this material creation the universe is coming out of his body the shrimad bhagavat explains that is the first purusha avatar he lies down in the causal ocean this ocean is known as causal because it is the cause of the material creation and then countless universes are coming out they are produced from his body by his exhalation and then he expands himself into each of the universes as many universes as many expansions of lord mahavishnu and then in that expansion he is known as shiro sorry garbhodakshai vishnu each universe is filled up up to half uh, with an ocean so he lies down on that ocean and therefore he is known as garbhodakshai vishnu he is lying down in an ocean within the womb of the universe so therefore this ocean is known as garbha garbha ocean and shai refers to the one who is lying down sleeping So the second form of Vishnu is second purusha avatar and he lies down on this ocean in the garbha in the womb of this universe each universe and this is from his navel comes out lord brahma who does the second recreation later on and then this lord vishnu expands himself into another form that is shirodakshai vishnu shira refers to milk so shiro dakshai vishnu within each universe there is one local vaikuntha planet where this form of lord vishnu resides and it is this third vishnu shiro dakshai vishnu who is in charge for the maintenance of that particular universes of that particular universe so in each universe there are two lord vishnus sometimes people say oh lord vishnu is the source of lord krishna and uh, 
because he is the one who sent the incarnations yeah you are partially right lord vishnu sent the incarnations because lord vishnu is in charge of the maintenance of the universe so whenever there is a need he sends incarnations however our knowledge should be based on scripture and not some tv serials or google or whatever we believe in lord mahavishnu garbodakshai vishnu then there is shirodakshai vishnu there are three vishnus and each universe actually has two lord vishnus so there are countless forms of lord vishnu but krishna is only one and only once in a day of brahma he comes down to a particular universe to take care of the maintenance or establishment of dharma destroying the demons protecting the devotees only once just like uh, in a company there is one particular person who is managing uh, things and uh, all the employees have only seen him the payments come comes from him the uh, their maintenance comes from him if they have grievances they go to him the orders come from him so they have all the right to believe that he is the all in all but then once in a year maybe the owner of the factory the chairman tries to visit and he will come through this person only this person is also along with him so because krishna comes very rarely only once in a while therefore this misconception and mostly this misconception is uh, due to our poor fund of knowledge which is based on some tv serials or whatever little we have gained from here and there however there is no difference between krishna and vishnu tattva wise they are the same person in two different roles krishna is god at home lord vishnu ha- is uh, god at office and for the maintenance of each universe krishna only expands into lord vishnu now again people might start fighting oh lord vishnu is the supreme lord krishna is the supreme but that is very very childish and immature because we live in a world of duality where uh, somebody has to be number 1 and then the other person cannot be number 1 other person has to be number 2 and we create differences we try to impose our consciousness on god also no in the spiritual realm there is complete equality on the spiritual platform so if you feel inclined to worship lord vishnu you worship lord vishnu if you inclined to feel if worship lord krishna you worship lord krishna you worship lord vishnu you go to lord vishnu's planet vaikuntha planet you worship lord krishna you go to golok vrindavan krishna's planet it's up to each and every individual's taste nobody is imposing anything that's why the lord has manifested in many different forms so whoever attracts our heart we should simply devote ourselves to the worship of that particular deity that particular form of bhagwan and we shall be elevated to the topmost position by the lord so there should not be any confusion there should not be any fanaticism or sentimentalism we are all allowed to uh, make our choices and based on our choices we get the results so this is the answer to the third question the adventures that the lord performs in his various incarnations the purusha avatars mahavishnu who creates the universes then he expands himself into Uh, another form of vishnu into each universe that is known as garbhodakshai vishnu he lies down uh, on the ocean which is at the bottom of the universe 
and then he gives birth to Brahma who does the secondary creation of the planets, the living entities. And, it's, and then this Karvodakshai Vishnu expands himself into another form of Vishnu, Shirodakshai Vishnu and in that form he maintains that universe, the Palankarta. He takes care of the uh, maintenance. Fourth question was, please tell me the different pastimes, please tell us about the different pastimes, the Leelas that the Lord performs in his various incarnations. So he has specifically been asked, Sutta Goswami has been asked about the Leela avatars which are 10 in number. Matsya, Kurma, Varaha, Narasinga, Parshuram, Ram, Balaram, Buddha, Kalki uh, and uh, Varaha. So there are 10 avatars. And the answer to this question has been given throughout the Srimad Bhagavat because the Leela avatars have been explained from the first canto till the 12th. Kalki avatar has been described in the 12th canto. So this is found throughout the Srimad Bhagavatam. The sixth question was, after Lord Krishna disappeared, he is the father of Dharma. So where will people find Dharma? Where will people find direction? Especially in this dark age of Kali, people have lost their vision. They can't see properly. That means they can't decide what is right and what is wrong. There is complete darkness everywhere and therefore there is a great danger to each and every individual's uh, consciousness, his life and it will bring b misery to them if they don't make the right choices, if they don't have the direction. So where will people who are blinded by the darkness of Kaliuga find direction? To this Sutta Goswami explained that after Lord Krishna disappeared from this world, he reappeared as Srimad Bhagavat. He entered Srimad Bhagavat. In front of Uddhavji, Lord Krishna actually entered Srimad Bhagavatam. So Srimad Bhagavat is nothing but the direct incarnation of Krishna in the form of a book. So Sutta Goswami said, people will find direction and solace and freedom from miseries through Srimad Bhagavat in Kali Yuga. So this goes to show that this is the scripture for all of us. This has been specially given to the people of Kali Yuga to be relieved of all the miseries that they have to face in this most sinful age full of faults. And Sutta Goswami said, and it is this Srimad Bhagavat which I am going to narrate to you, you now. Because they had all gathered to do a yajna for the welfare of the entire universe. And since this is almost the beginning of Kali Yuga, end of the Upper Yuga, we have discussed how in every yuga, the process of emancipation, the process of uh, realizing God, the process of attaining spiritual perfection, the process of attaining the fulfillment of our desires, changes. Krite yadhyayato vishnum, treta yam yajato mukhe, dwapare paricharya yam, kalautadhari kirzanat. In sati yuga, the process was uh, meditation on the form of Lord Vishnu. Treta Yuga, the process became Yajna. Dwapar Yuga, the process became temple worship with punctuality and cleanliness, worship of the deity. 
कलौत हरी कीर्तनाथ इन कलयुगा द प्रोसेस इज संकीर्तन दैट मीन्स कमिंग टूगेदर टू हेयर एंड चैंट द ग्लोरियस नेम फेम क्वालिटीज एंड पास टाइम्स ऑफ द लॉर्ड दैट इज द प्रोसेस फॉर परफेक्शन वट एवर वॉज अचीव्ड थ्रू द प्रोसेस ऑफ मेडिटेशन इन सत्युगा यज्ञ इन त्रेता एंड डेटी वर्शिप इन द्वापर इज ईजिली अचीव्ड एंड मच मच मोर थ्रू द प्रोसेस ऑफ संकीर्तन दैट मीन्स चैंटिंग द लॉर्ड्स नेम्स एंड लिस्निंग टू श्रीमद भागवत बिकॉज श्रीमद भागवत इज ऑल्सो संकीर्तन संकीर्तन कम्स फ्रॉम द वर्ड कीर्तन कीर्तन कम्स फ्रॉम द वर्ड कीर्ति so kirti means glory kirtan means glorification and sankirtan means when we collectively come together to glorify the lord so that is the goal and when we are chanting individually also sankirtan in that sense means when all our mind our limbs our body everything our intelligence is focused on chanting the name of the lord that is also called sankirtan that means on the lip, all the limbs all the parts of the body are completely focused on chanting they are absorbed that is also called sankirtan so sankirtan has two meanings individually if we are chanting or hearing we should be completely absorbed in that chanting and hearing no distractions no other thoughts or even if the th- other thoughts pop up we should just simply bring our mind back to the subject matter and then collectively also coming in association of the like minded people and chanting and hearing this is the simplest yet the most powerful process therefore the great great sages like vyasadeva they glorify this age of kaliyuga because in this yuga the process of achieving the perfection of human life is the easiest within a very short span of time simply by moving your tongue and giving oral reception to the message of the lord which is coming from bhagavat listening to his entertaining enlightening beautiful sweet pastimes one can easily achieve the or um, perfectional stage of life so human life means just doing these two things and you are sorted spiritual life in kaliyuga means these two things only and anybody who is engaged in these two things will become perfect in no time you don't need to do anything else if somebody comes up to you and in the name of spirituality offers you anything other than these two things he said no you can do this also you can do that also he is a cheater absolute cheater because you must go by the shastra the scriptures say kaliyuga means only two things will work the chanting of the lord's holy names and shrimad bhagavat listening to shrimad bhagavatam when it comes to scriptures shrimad bhagavat is a scripture and when it when it comes to practice it is the chanting of the lord's holy name so just give your full attention to chanting the lord's name hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare every day chanting a fixed number of rounds of the maha mantra and try to hear the sound of the mantra as you chant even if the mind wanders away again bring it back again focus on the sound and keep practicing like this keep chanting the lord's name fix a certain number of rounds one round is 108 so you can maybe start with 3 4 and see the magic that manifests every day take some time out to listen to shrimad bhagavat the beautiful narrations of the lord and this way you will see the wonderful magic that will uh, manifest in your life 
it will stop all kinds of hankering and lamentation all kind of fear anxiety will be gone all kind of uh, illusion will disappear although it sounds very simple but sometimes the simplest things are the most powerful just chant and hear or study shrimad bhagavat so suta so goswami said this shrimad bhagavat which i am about to narrate is the literary incarnation of god that means that means it is god only who was incarnated as shrimad bhagavat and it was compiled by the divine sage vyasadeva who is also an incarnation of godhead vyasadeva delivered shrimad bhagavat to his son shukadeva after having extracted the cream of all vedic literatures and histories so bhagavat is the essence of all the vedic literatures and the puranas in turn shukadeva goswami first spoke shrimad bhagavat to the great king emperor parikshit who sat down on the shore of the ganga awaiting his death surrounded by great sages he continues the shrimad bhagavat is as brilliant as the sun and it has arisen just after the departure of lord krishna for his own abode persons who have lost their vision due to the dense darkness of ignorance in the age of kali will get light from this wonderful literature suta goswami said that he was present when shukadeva goswami first narrated shrimad bhagavat and he heard it with rapt attention and he says by the mercy of my guru my spiritual master i was able to assimilate the full comprehension of this transcendental literature now i shall try to make you hear the very same thing i had heard and realized so after suta goswami spoke up till this point shanak rishi who is the representative of all the other sages he has further questions he is very very attentive and inquisitive so he asked because based on what suta goswami uh, answered or mentioned towards the end he has almost answered uh, all the six questions at least uh, uh, in brief not exactly in brief but the leela avatars will be described in detail except that question he has explained he has answered every question all the other five questions so based on what he mentioned especially towards the end concerning vyasadeva king parikshit who sat down on the bank of a river awaiting his death sonakrishi asked o suta goswami we want to know the history of shrimad bhagavat you said vyasadeva wrote it so we want to know how and when did vyasadeva get the inspiration for this great work and for what reason was it compiled when did he do this why did he do this do this how did he do this and then they asked shukadev goswami you said he spoke shrimad bhagavat to king parikshit he was a fully self realized soul he was wandering about appearing like a madman so externally he appeared to be crazy he didn't even wear clothes and he was moving around like uh, i mean totally somebody who is carefree how did the citizens of hastinapur receive him and how did king parikshit happen to meet him making it possible for shrimad bhagavat to be recited for the first time and then they turned their attention to maharaj parikshit they said maharaj parikshit was a first class devotee of the lord and he was the emperor of the entire world why did he give up everything to sit down on the shore of the ganga 
and fast until death. He was full of youth and strength, and his enemies used to come and bow down at his feet and surrender their wealth unto him for their own benefit. Why did he want to give up everything, including his very life? Great souls do not live for any selfish interest. Even if King Parikshit had no worldly attachment, how could he give up his body which was his shelter for all others? Why did he decide to give up his body? He was young, he was influential. So many people were dependent on him. Even if he was detached, a king like him would always care for others. So why did he decide to suddenly leave this world? So these were certain questions which were put in front of uh, uh, Sutta Goswami and uh, very interesting. And now what he's going to narrate is very, very one of the most important instructive episodes instructive episodes of Srimad Bhagavat. In fact, every episode of Srimad Bhagavat is like sweet nectar. So what he answers in response to these questions we shall be taking up in the next podcast. But please stay tuned and hope all of you are listening to these uh, audios regularly. This is like food for the soul. And uh, what is in it for me? Everything. There is complete freedom that you will achieve. Freedom from miseries. And you will achieve the blessings of the all-powerful, all-merciful uh, Supreme Lord Sri Krishna. Because he has mentioned this is the only means of satisfying him. And by his pleasure, by his satisfaction, our good fortune will be created. Hare Krishna.